When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow. Mixed with tequila and wine. On an empty stomach. Yeah, good morning, everybody. What's happening? I am Rudy Povich. This is a long walk to Cleveland. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Talk a little bit about the Shondells, Tiffany, and Green Day. What do they all have in common? Well, I don't know. Some of you were probably at the Green Day show last night here in town. Loud as shit, man. I was downtown for a minute. Got out of my car. Christ, could hear the band fucking nine blocks away. <laughs> No wonder why we're all getting old and deaf. Uh, Also going to talk for just a moment about uh, some laundry. But yesterday, I don't know if you guys happened to see everybody lost their goddamn minds about a stupid ass Marvel movie. First off, let's say good morning to some people. Good morning to Mira. Hello. What's up, Anna? Nice to see you. Dana. uh, Janine. Good morning. Amanda. Brad Densmore. What's up, buddy? How are you, man? God, dude, been forever. Hopefully you're doing very well. Uh, Danielle, nice to see you. What's up, Liz? Good morning, everybody. Hot damn. Amanda, oh, you were at Green Day last night. Shit, yeah, right on. Great. It was, dude, it was insanely loud last night. As I was uh, getting out of the vehicle, I could hear it was uh, Weezer, Green Day, and was it Fall Out Boy last night? Which, by the way, don't sleep on Fall Out Boy. When I was, I don't know, this was well before my daughter was born. I think I was like 26. I was uh, living in Wisconsin dating a girl who was living here in Minneapolis. She had called me and said, hey, do you want to come up and go to the Fallout Boy? I can't remember. There was a bunch of shitty bands playing that night. And uh, I said, no, because it's the same night as the Rob Zombie concert over at Myth, and I have no intentions on going to see Fallout Boy. What? Why the hell would I go to see Fallout Boy? I'm dumb. She goes, please, I'm just, I need somebody to go with. So uh, I forewent the... Rob Zombie show at Myth, which would have been probably the last time I would have seen him live, and went to the Fallout Boy show and left there going, "Holy shit! I didn't realize they were that goddamn good." I don't know what it is that first off that lead singer, that Patrick kid, that kid can sing. That uh, that bass player, that Pete Wentz dude, kind of a you know, kind of should probably shut the fuck up while he's on stage playing the bass. Like, hey, dude, just don't go up there and do your job. If you want to spout off, I'm all about celebrities and musicians, you know giving their opinions, I believe they should. Everybody should have that option. But while you're up there playing the bass, man, how about you not stop in between songs for 23 minutes so that you can, you know, talk about your agenda. Just shut the fuck up for a moment, play your song. The one nice thing about going to that show was that it was filled with like, you know, 12 and 13-year-old girls. (laughs) Not that that's the nice thing. Let me get to the end of the story, everybody, before you judge Judgy McJudgertons. What happened was I had walked up to the to the line to go get a beer, and there's nobody. In fact, the lady behind the counter actually goddamn fell asleep on me. And I'm like, hey. And she kind of snaps too. She's like, oh, I am so sorry. I was like, what is going on tonight? She's like, well, look around, man. This is like 
you know, middle school central. There's nobody around here who's 21 that can drink. Not a beer line to be had. There was one kid that was sitting next to us. He must have been about 13, 14. And there was a lot of people that were hoisting their cell phones up into the air. And at some point, the dad who was standing next to us after his kid had like turned his flashlight on his phone on for like the ninth time and stuck it in the air. He like hit his kid in the shoulder and then whipped out a lighter and then lit the lighter. I was like, yeah, that's right, old man. We've been there. Uh, John, he had a flask. (laughs) Uh, Amanda, LOL, he did talk between songs. That guy talks at length and about nothing. Seriously. I'm all about people giving opinions. That's all we have. It's, It's time and your thoughts. That's really the only two things we have on this planet. Money, you'll, you'll make more. Friends, they come and go. Your opinions and your and time, that's all we have. But man, be very conscious of mine, would you, sir? I'm here to enjoy myself. Not listen to you spout some rhetoric. My goodness, but that they are a hell of a band. Um, in fact, uh, speaking of Green Day, we'll get to them in just a moment because I had a moment this morning that made me just like reflect and just go... What in the world is going on? All right. Uh, maybe you guys have noticed uh, recently that there is a uptick of superhero movies coming out. It is. It seems like once every three weeks we got a new... It's either a series with the Loki, with the Winter Soldier. There's a new Marvel this. There's a new DC that. Suicide Squad, which, by the way, wasn't that bad. But my, it seems like it's constant now. And as I was one time told, hey, man... They're pigs, feed them slop. (laughs) Which is, uh, yeah, I guess it's like, hey, dude, if you just want shit, you just get shit. You know, that's all you, if you want nothing more, then that's it, man. You know, you want bad movies, you want bad TV. Obviously we do. We are so in love with comic book movies that when they come out, they get screened for critics They get a Rotten Tomatoes score of like 37% and it doesn't goddamn matter. We still go. We still love it for whatever reason. It's an escape. It's characters that we know, that we've grown up with, that we love. Some of which have been around for half a goddamn century. I mean, you think about Captain America, Spider-Man. I mean, all that stuff has just been around for years. Superman, Wonder Woman. I mean, our... Christ, our parents' parents grew up with that stuff. So, the fact that it's just like multi-billions of dollars, I totally get. And yesterday, the internet lost its goddamn mind while I was uh, doing some work. I had like four people send this to me. Because for if you are like a, you know, 20... Well, you're not even that. We'll just say 14 to 54-year-old guy, you automatically are lumped in with people who like superhero movies. I don't mind them. They're not my favorite genre, but I'll watch one. They're fine. You know, it's fun to just escape for a little while. I don't know all the ins and outs. I never read comic books when I was a kid. I'm too busy doing other shit. Scooter, haven't seen a single one. I don't think you're missing much. I think you're going to look back. Like, I look back on Lord of the Rings and I just go, I don't know, whatever. I've never seen one. I have no intentions on seeing one. I'm fine. That's a that's a whole chunk of my, like, if I'm going to read a book, I don't want to read about other people's fantasy worlds. I want to read about how to get my head straight. I don't need to know about your, you know, your warlocks and your Thors and your, you know, your goblins and people with, you know, magic axes. Who gives a shit? Get your, get your melon on straight. Read that book. Nobody cares about your stupid, you know, trees that walk. Who cares? Big deal. 
I'm not a fan, but anyways, people were sending me this yesterday and I do kind of like what they've done with the Spider-Man thing. I like that for a while there. We had some Spider-Mans that were like, that, that's like a 40 year old dude. Why is that guy a Spider-Man? We need, he's a, he was a kid. He was like a high school kid. What the hell are we doing with all these old guys? Crazy. Andrew Garfield was like 37 when he put the tights on. It was like, my goodness, dude, I, I can see your crow's feet. This guy's supposed to be in high school. What the hell is this? 90210? My God, get somebody who's more appropriate. But uh, Tom Holland, who is excellent as Spider-Man. I've liked those first two movies. And they got Marissa Tomei, who has just like stolen my heart since I was a kid. My cousin Vinny. The paper? Oh, don't sleep on the paper. Michael Keaton at his best. Please go see the, find the paper. At some point before the end of this coming weekend, Take an hour and 50 minutes of your life and watch the paper. It's it's so goddamn good. Marissa Tomei is excellent in that movie. Michael Keaton destroys. Randy Quaid is in that movie as before he like went off the goddamn deep end. That movie is excellent, man. I take that over a superhero movie any day of the week. But apparently this Spider-Man trailer leaked yesterday and a bunch of like my, you know, nerdy friends were goddamn losing their minds about it. And somebody had shot me a message about like, hey, I know you don't care, but you know, like this is kind of cool that this thing came out. Now like Marvel's releasing the trailer before they wanted to because the internet got a hold of it. I said, you know who doesn't give a shit about movie trailers? People who live in actual trailers. They don't care. They have bigger problems than to watch a movie about muta- uh, genetic mutation. Because they're too worried about the power lines they live under causing genetic mutation. So how about you just park, <laughs> just park the goddamn, uh, park the, the superhero movies and the trailers and I'm, I'm good, man. So I was going to watch it in real time because I haven't seen it yet. I was going to watch it in real time on the show while we were doing the Instagram live. And then I just went, I, I got like, you know, 30 seconds into the trailer to make sure it was all queued up and ready to go. And I just thought, all right, first off, this is kind of long. There isn't a lot of dialogue in it. And I kind of just became like, you know, involved with it. Just sort of like threw myself into it and watched the whole goddamn thing. If you didn't see it, here's the audio from it. Obviously there's no visual to it, but you can kind of make it up in your mind, especially if you're not a superhero guy, but it does look really goddamn good. Can we just, like, stay up here all day? It is so crazy down there. That's right, folks. Spider-Man is, in fact, Peter Parker. Listen, I did not kill Mysterio. The drones did. The drones that are yours. Does any part of you feel relieved about all this? What do you mean? Now that everybody knows, you don't really have to hide or lie to people. For the record, I never wanted to lie to you. But how do you tell someone that you're Spider-Man? Now everybody knows. But this isn't about me. This is hurting a lot of people. I've just been thinking about how to fix all of this. To what do I owe the pleasure? I'm sorry to bother you, sir. Please, we saved half the universe together. I think we're beyond you calling me, sir. Okay, Steven. That feels weird, but I'll allow it. Okay, so now we got Spider-Man. Now we're bringing in all of the, you know, the other characters from all this shit. You got Doctor Strange. You had Iron Man and a couple of them. We're doing exactly... Don't you guys remember back in like the the late 90s when you'd be watching uh, TV and then like that night, the promo? Only because it's just the first thing that came to mind I already mentioned. They'd be like, tonight on an all new Beverly Hills 90210. Heather Locklear from Melrose Place. And you're like, what the fuck? What? 
Get the fuck out! No way! The two shows I like, they're bringing them together for one show? Fuck, what? Unbelievable! They don't do that nowadays. But they're doing it in movies. It's all this, like, cross-pollinating. It's all this cross-promotion. You got such and such from this movie hopping on board with... It's like, it's... They're doing it now just because they have, like, other movies to promote. And they got super smart about it. They got incredibly wise to the fact that if you watch a little bit of this Spider-Man movie and it's got Doctor Strange in it, nine months from now, you're going to see a brand new Doctor Strange movie and we're going to be like, holy shit, he's totally top of mind. We just saw him in this other thing that we totally went and spent $37 for each ticket on a Friday night to go see. Fuck. It's getting to be unbelievable. But the movie does look really good. And it's got like some really good like, you know, Easter eggs in it. And they're bringing back the old Doc Ock. And I mean, for a guy who says he doesn't know shit about superhero movies, I'm, I'm actually showing my hand here a little bit. But I mean, I got friends of mine that just like, goddamn, arguing about this stuff constantly. We like, we go out and, you know, we'll have some drinks and at some point it turns to like, I'll, I'll get up and go to the bathroom and then come back and these idiots are at the table just like, it's fucking bullshit, man. Magneto would totally fucking kick the shit out of Wolverine. He uses magnetic powers and I'm like, can you guys just shut up? How about we discuss if Wolverine can like maybe get a low APR on a mortgage? Maybe that? How about that? How about we talk about like percentage points or something, huh? Anything besides the fact of who would win in a fucking fight. And don't forget... These people do not exist. They're they're fictitious. They're made up. They're, they're in the ether. They don't exist. It's a far off land with far off people that do not walk the earth. Could you guys get your shit together? Bring it all, wrap it all in with shit that we can talk about. Ah, it's angering. I'm like, you guys, fuck, we're in our 40s. Why are we still arguing about comic book characters? Ah, and it's not like you have control over it. It's not like the decisions you make, Disney's going to like pull you out from the side and be like, okay, Craig, now what were you saying about Wolverine fighting Magneto? No, they don't give a shit. They don't care. Just God damn it, man. Move on with all that stuff. It's frustrating. I mean, there's other things that we should be like discussing. I mean, the, the thing I really was like, you know, thinking about this morning and the thing I think you guys should be thinking about most is, which version of I Think We're Alone Now is the best version of I Think We're Alone Now? Because I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I think it's Tiffany's. That red hair. Stonewashed jean jacket. Uh, Danielle says, Tiffany, hands down. So I was at the gym this morning, and I don't know. Like I said, I I think somebody lost a bet (laughs) at the gym. Because right now, back, you know, three weeks ago, it was nothing but the Katy Perry's and the goddamn bullshit music that nobody wants to listen to. It's awful. It's terrible. And then all of a sudden, one day I roll in, and I'm like, what's up with Skid Row on the fucking TV? Where'd this come from? Why do we got 18 in life? Why are they playing Queen? What is this Tiffany that we're watching? But nonetheless, I've been watching this and I'm telling you, I think it's, it's absolutely. Maximilian says Tiffany. Fuck yes. I agree. I totally 1000% agree. Uh, that version came out, I think it was like 89. My sister lost her goddamn mind over it. Fuck. I can't tell you how many times I watched Tiffany <laughs> over and over and over again on uh, MTV. 
It's like it wouldn't stop, man. Just constant with it. And then uh, I didn't, of course, in our lifetimes, we're just like, yeah, Tiffany made. I think we're alone now. Didn't realize that it was actually a uh, Shondell song from back in the day. Everybody thinks that this is a Beatles song because so many bands in that era, man, the Shondells, the Monkees, everybody ripped off the Beatles. They figured out that sound, that three chords, get that really sort of like hollowy, you know, hollow-bodied guitar sound. Janine says the original. I, you know, I like the original too. I enjoy that version of it. And then, was it last year when Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day put out their version? This was good because it kind of had a modern flair to it, and that guitar had, like, a really good, deep crunch to it as well. I mean, it was nice and clean, but it had that... Let's see if you can kind of pick it up here. Yeah. Using two amps. I mean, they basically did this song in his bedroom during the pandemic, I think. So, I don't know. I dig all versions of that song. I think the Tiffany version is the best, though. Maybe it's just because I saw that version of the song when I was nine. And, you know, maybe she was the first one that made me feel a little weird down underneath the pants. But he used to go to, like, malls and shit all the time. And she'd be... Chris, I remember she came to, like, the... I think she came to like the St. Cloud, Minnesota Mall, whatever the fuck the name of that mall is. It was her and this boy band named Boys Club, which I looked up. You cannot find Boys Club anywhere. Probably somebody decided to bury that shit. And they were like, let's let's hey, listen, these guys might have an acting career in like 10, 15 years. <laughs> let's make sure that Boy Club never sees the light of day. And at a time when you could bury all that stuff. Think of all the stuff that you probably like were super into when you were a kid, like in the early 80s. That it's just shirt tails. You almost can't goddamn find shirt tails. But everything nowadays has a has as a, a paper trail. It's got a digital blueprint leading right up to it. There is more footage of guys in stand-up comedy who have done less than a year of open mics. There's more footage of them on the internet than there is of Lenny Bruce. Than there is of Sam Kinison. Because nowadays, everybody just records with the phone or they bring a camera and they upload that shit and they, they throw it out. Some of these old school guys, man, like I was talking about, if you guys don't know who Dave Attell is, check out Dave Attell. Probably the, one of the best comedians in, in, of my generation, for sure, hands down. But of all the years of comedy, of what, 35, 40 years of doing it, the guy's got one album on Spotify. He's got about... 15 videos. He's got maybe one special you can buy on DVD. That's it. There ain't a lot of content out there. So I don't know. Maybe I just go back and I think about a better time in life when I think of Tiffany and her goddamn jean jacket. And that video, holy shit. Dude, you could hand a nine-year-old an iPhone nowadays and they would make a better video than the Tiffany video for I Think We're Alone Now. Uh, let's see, Danielle, I saw her when she opened for New Kids on the Block in 89. That was the big tour, I think, that broke her or broke them both, right? Because they were just kind of starting on the up climb, both of them, right? And it's funny because I, every generation has it, but we think about, you know, the Britney Spearses of the world, 
these sort of like packaged up pop princesses. And they go, oh, this is, they never had this back in the day. And then you get to Tiffany and you go, oh, yeah, I guess that was kind of a her, Debbie Gibson. You know, they kind of did it. Uh, there was like a couple of like, um, like, I don't want to say Spanish versions of it, but they were also like, hey, man, we can also do like, uh, what was that gal's name? The gal that Jennifer Lopez played. Got gunned down by her fan club president. God damn it. I'm still, ugh, I'm thinking, but I can't remember. Char, and they're still touring together. Yeah, my buddy Adam just took his sister out to go see New Kids on the Block in, fuck, in uh, Boston at at uh, Fenway Park. So, yeah, they still roll, man. And I I get why. You can make a buck. You a thousand percent can make a buck. Bethany says Selena. Crystal says Selena. Thank you guys very much for reminding me. Danielle says Selena. I don't know why I, I forget this all the time. That name, for whatever reason, man, it just, it eludes me. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, had a moment yesterday where, uh, imagine the stuff you do for your kids that they don't know about. And one day, I think about this a lot. And I know that my daughter is, my daughter's kind of, I don't want to say, she's not prissy. She's particular about a lot of things. And I imagine that the person that she dates, male or female, who cares? But whoever that person is, she will be very particular about that person. She's not into boys. She doesn't like that whole talk. Like her and her friends are not, you know, could you imagine being 13 years old and not like, you know, dolling yourself up because you want to look good in front of a boy? That shit does not exist nowadays. And boys are doing the same, man. Like, I think Lewis Black has that bit about like, when I was 13, the only thing I wanted to do was see a tit. And now 13-year-old boys have absolutely no gumption when it comes to talking to girls. They don't want to. There's like, there's, when we were kids, it's all we wanted to do. When you finally figured out like, hey, girls are pretty and they don't smell terrible. They're not going to give you some sort of cootie. You wanted to talk to them. So everything in your power, you were like, how can we go hang out with girls today? That shit does not exist. It is, it's gone. Totally gone. The one area that I have been trying for years now to get my kid to turn a new leaf on has got to be to goddamn pick up after yourself. Now, I became, I'm not the cleanliest of all people, but I keep it tidy. And I don't want like, you know, crate and barrel clean. We don't have to have restoration hardware, you know, in our front room. But we do got to somewhat kind of keep it organized. And that is the thing that drives me nuts when it comes, I walk into like people's homes sometimes. Like I got a friend of mine who is so goddamn messy. I walked into his bathroom one time and just went, fuck, dude, I'll go to Groupon and get you a cleaning service. Please. You gotta do something, man. Like, I I, I don't even want to stand and take a leak in your bathroom. It's so goddamn gross. Does it need to be, you know, like white glove clean? Shit, no. But <laughs> it would be nice. But think of all the stuff you do for your kids that you uh, you don't tell them about. And where I was going with this was one day... I would love to just have a manila envelope filled with all the things that my kid never knew. And then when she brings home some shit bag that I don't want her to date, I just take that manila envelope and I slide it across the table and I just go, go ahead and open it. I just want you to know all the stuff that, you know, me and your mom sacrificed so that you could have all of the things that you could have, you know? 
all the jobs we had to take because we didn't want to, all the times we had to give up a weekend so that we could tote your ass around and go to gymnastics, all the things we wanted to buy but decided not to because we had to like fork over a bunch of dough so that you could go, you know, do tumbling (laughs) when you were four, all that stuff. I would love for you to be able to know exactly what it took for us to get you there. And the one thing that I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start printing off a couple of pictures. And I'm just going to keep them in that manila envelope. Because what I did yesterday, this shit should be sh- You got to write this in a book, somebody. It ain't going to be me. but Because I feel like yesterday, that was Parenting 101, man. You did the right thing. Usually, because you know communication is so easy nowadays, if, some, if any, ask anybody who's got in a single parent relationship, when shit goes awry at your house and it's something that your kid caused, the first thing that you usually do is drop them a text or call them and go, what the hell? Dude, we had this conversation. This, how many times do we need to go over it? And plus, they're not there to fix it, which sucks. You know, uh, one time my daughter left the dog outside for years and uh, not for years, for hours. <laughs> Can you imagine just like nine years, just the dog hanging out and back? Uh, Lynn, time to go to work. See you tonight, Rudy. Yes, I will make mention of that uh, tonight, House of Comedy, for sure. You're on the list, Lynn. We'll get you in. Uh, Maximilian, trust me, she knows she won't say thanks till later in life. Yeah, that, that's the circle of life. I did that with my mom, too. But yesterday, I uh, I walked up into her bedroom, and I saw the mess, just the complete carnage that she had left in her closets. And I, for one whole weekend, busted my ass because I was just so tired of looking at it. I busted my ass and I told her, I'm like, go upstairs and pack up everything you don't want throwing out because I'm throwing it all away. And she was like, what? I was like, listen, I've asked you to clean your room numerous times. You won't. So now I'm going to do it. She went upstairs. She got a bag. She put everything that she didn't want thrown away. And I cleaned the shit out of that room. It was spectacular. It was immaculate. Because I just couldn't do it anymore. I just couldn't do it anymore. Yesterday, I go into uh, the closet to take a shower. I grab, I will go to grab a towel. No towels. I go to my bedroom. I look, usually the door handle is where I hang mine. Gone. I go downstairs into the basement, into the laundry room, open up the dryer. Nothing in the dryer. I'm like, what the hell happened to all my towels? I go upstairs to my daughter's room. I open up the closet and I'm going to try to share one of these photos with you guys there you go you can see it on the instagram live feed that is what i opened up the closet to you can see the mess now mind you i just went through and picked up everything in this uh, in this room i fucking cleaned the shit out of this thing for an entire weekend scrubbed everything cleaned it all out organized hung everything up i mean i like i worked my ass off man to be able to uh, to be able to clean this thing. And this is what she does to me. Here's the second picture. Yeah, Scooter just wrote, holy shit, Mirror, look at all. <laughs> Char, wow, yes, that is what I walked into yesterday. I couldn't believe it. I was like so angry. I was so mad. In that moment, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Holy shit, I worked my ass off on this on this room and this is how you leave it? It's been less than like two, three weeks. She hasn't done a load of laundry since. And I t- like, listen, my, my daughter is over the age of 13. You got to start doing that shit yourself. 
BJ, wow, 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 wowzers. Yeah, my man. That is what I walked into yesterday. I was, I was furious. But I decided, hey, you know what? Let's, instead of us calling her right now and getting angry and throwing down and screaming at her on the phone, give yourself a minute. Think about it, right? You don't need to like call and ruin her day. It's only five o'clock in the afternoon. She just left for her mom's house. What are you going to do? Call and yell at her about something that she can't take care of right now anyways? For what? Why, why do that? Why ruin it? Uh, Scooter, about once a month, I dump my girl's bedroom and make them clean and organize while I stand and watch. I know. Doesn't that suck? Ah, it sucks that we have to do that. But I guess like our parents did it to us too, you know? So I decided to not call her. And for what, there's no reason to do it. So I just kept my mouth shut. And then this morning when she got to the house, I very politely said, Hey, uh, went upstairs to go grab a towel yesterday, opened up your closet. And that's when the deer in headlight look came. She was like, Oh shit. Yeah. I said, listen, here's the deal. Uh, today, when you get back from practice, you will be washing all of those clothes you will be drying all of those clothes. You will be folding in. You will be hanging up all those clothes. Now, usually I would give you a day, you know, do a load, dry it, take one out. You know, not a big, fuck that. I want it all done today. There's no way. I'm busting my ass for three days on that room. So angry about it. Maximilian, yay, non-reactive behavior. Rudy for the win. Thank you very much. I feel good about that. I feel like I made the right choice because this is such a small little thing. It's not like she got busted cheating on a test. It's not like, you know, she was busted shoplifting. You know, she didn't smash her vehicle into the side of a car while shit-faced. I'm just saying on the, you know, the the grand scheme of life, this is small. This is a two and a half. But you also do have to be held accountable. So today, it's a good thing it's raining because it's pouring ass rain here in Minneapolis. Thunderstorms and all. It's a good thing, man. This is a real cat in the hat day. Your ass is going to be parked in the basement doing all that laundry because I ain't doing it. There's not a chance. But little does she know that yesterday when I lost my goddamn mind, when I was walking down the stairs, just like cursing the heavens about how messy my kid can be, I kept it cool. I didn't call and ruin her night. I didn't make her angry. None of that stuff. So let that be a lesson, parents. All that stuff that you hold back, all the stuff that you don't, you know, engage with, with your children, just to say, just because it's not worth the argument. Yeah, man, that's, yeah, dude, that's the way to roll. Uh, Bellamy Jack, three girls and a boy. I shut the doors. I, you know, I, my mom, I always used to say that too. I was like, just shut the door. Then it's clean. You don't have to worry about it. Now it's clean. Yeah, I get it. It's, that's a tough one. You're a much better parent than I am because that, it drives me bananas, man. Totally. It's kind of one of the reasons why her mom and I are not together because her mom is, and and I'm not saying anything behind her back. Her mom knows she's messy. She's messy. She's just a messy, like just a messy person. Some people just, that's who they are. You can't change them. And no matter how much you try, you know, one of the things when we were going through couples therapy, you know, the therapist was like, well, you know, I know that, you know, messes are kind of your trigger. So maybe what you could do is you could clean up a little bit every day and then maybe, you know, you know, your, your, your mom, have I ever said her name on here? I don't know if I've ever said her name on here. Either way, uh, you know, then maybe she can go and 
she can uh, clean up, you know, the big messes like on the weekends. I was like, yeah, I know that that looks great on paper, but the problem is we get to Sunday and my house is still a goddamn pigsty. And then I go back to cleaning little messes on Monday while I'm also like putting in 12 hours at work. So it's not working, my man. I tried. Trust me. And some people are just messy. You can't goddamn change them. I wish that was the case. But you can't. So, yes, nonetheless, I'll give you guys a report tomorrow about how much goddamn laundry we get done today because I want every single last morsel of it done. There's not a chance in hell I'm letting that kid go anywhere. You ain't doing shit <laughs> until we get this done. Amanda taught my son to pick up after himself at about two. He's 17 and still does it a little bit, but he can be pretty messy. I think the cleanly gene comes a little bit later, for sure. And especially with dudes, Dudes spend a lot of time, especially like in their 20s, living with other dudes. And when you put that combination together, it gets messy. But once guys get to a point in life where they have their own place and there's nobody else around, they're the only ones that can be held accountable. You'll never see a cleaner house than a single guy in his 30s. That's for sure. Because there's always the possibility that he might meet a gal and have to bring her home. She might say like, hey, you want to go back to your place? He goes on a date and they go, hey, you want to go back to your place and we hang out and watch a movie or something? That that You can't say no because you have a messy house. You just can't. That was the one thing I learned. Like, dude, you know, you want to smell a girl's hair? God damn it. Keep your living room clean. Put that on a bumper sticker. Make sure you find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, and every single day, 9.45 a.m. We go live on Instagram. It's at Rudy underscore Povich. Again, thank you guys so much tonight. We will see you at House of Comedy. It is at uh, Mall of America in Bloomington, Minnesota. I do have a couple of passes left still. If you want, feel free. I'll try to get you on the list. Not a problem. September 9th, a Thursday night, Twin Cities Film Fest in St. Louis Park. Got a couple passes for that as well. And uh, also merchandise. Make sure you find that at my website, rudypovich.com. Thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.